be? What do you say to the argument that it would be too divisive for the country to prosecute a former president? I think that um, our country is a country that has gone through different periods of time where um, the unthinkable has happened and where there has been a call for justice and justice has been served. And um, I think that's potentially um, going to always be the case in our country, that people are going to demand justice, and, and they rightly do. Have you thought about, uh, have you thought through the scenarios that you might face on January 6, 2025? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no. Well, listen, I, I, what have I thought about? I have thought about the fact that right now we have an election in less than two months, um, and if we're going to look at timelines, that's one of the the most immediate timelines that I'm looking I, at. I know, but I, I mean, have you thought about how you might handle a certification that did not reflect the outcome of the popular vote in the state? I haven't gotten to that point yet. I, I have to believe that um, that the United States Congress and all people who have taken an oath to defend our democracy will ensure and will stand up against anyone who tries to, to destroy or circumvent the rules and the practices and procedures that we've had in place that have allowed a peaceful transfer of power. You know, the interesting thing to me is the laws, and we're going to have some audio hopefully later, of how they're telling policemen not to pursue criminals, let them go, don't chase them down, even though they've committed felonies, but yet they'll go with all the full force of the the FBI, the Justice Department, after a former president, but forget about the, the lowly Americans that have been literally robbed right outside of their gyms. Uh, the story I saw yesterday, Janet, was a guy just walked out and uh, four guys got out, or three guys got out of a car and put a gun to his uh, head. And thankfully, there was a slight misstep by one of them. And this guy is a fit kind of an athlete guy. He broke into Jackie Chan and started whacking him hmm. and, and just basically disarmed him momentarily. And then he ran for his life. Wow. You know, and but and then they these people escape and then there's 12 more robberies that are occurring in that city later on that day. They believe that the three men are part of that gang and and they're not pursuing him. But yet I'll be darned. We may have to do the unthinkable and that is to prosecute and hang by his big toe a former president of the United States. She's just crazy she's a, that's just crazy we can't start the day this way i'm sorry let's start it this way mark 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 what day is it mark <laughs> J- 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 janet guess what today is it's hump day Woo-hoo! guess what day it is guess what day it is guess what day it is <laughs> halfway anybody anybody guess what day it is guess what day it is <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Janet, <laughs> guess what today is? Today is. It's hump day. 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 Hump day. Indeed. <laughs> yes, it is. Anybody? There we are. All right. Every Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your thought of the day. Yep. Oh, this is just for you. Oh. An apple a day will keep anyone away if you throw it hard enough. <laughs> I've got my apple right here. Uh-huh. Oh, if you, if you throw it hard enough? Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, I thought it's I, a little. It's a little different. It's take a little on violent, it. maybe. Well, you know, <laughs> slightly. It is hump day, <laughs> after all. Four three four two four eight zero seven zero four. That is our text line. We hope you're going to participate today in our mind jam trivia. Well, sometimes an apple is medicine. You're sure. And it's National Food is Medicine Day. Today's question is about something nearly everyone enjoys, especially children. At one time, this kind of food was once believed to have medicinal qualities that could cure common ailments like an upset tummy. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Could it be tied to the apple? I don't know. They say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. And I I literally try to have an apple every day because the Pepsid, it's good for your belly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. Well, whatever your guess is, send it in to us on our text line. We'll have your your answers and the answer coming up a little bit later. I bet there's a bunch of upset tummies because I started the show with the vice president. Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, a little (laughs) nausea rocking early this morning. Uh, On this day in history, 1814, Francis Scott Key pens the poem Defense of Fort McHenry, later known as the Star-Spangled Banner. Yeah. Isn't that something? He was witnessing the bombardment of uh, Fort McHenry from the ship in the Baltimore Harbor. So there you go. In 1964, Walt Disney was awarded the Medal of Freedom at the White House. Oh, that's back when Disney was deserving of such honors. Yes. When you wish upon a star Makes no difference who you are Do you remember on Sundays? When yeah, it was Sunday the magical night. world of Disney. Oh my gosh, as a kid, you just couldn't I couldn't wait. wait. Yeah. And just seeing, you know, Tinkerbell and just the whole Ready? thing. There she would go. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that was a, that was a exciting times you know, when you were little. Now it's how to survive being naked in the forest with five other people that are naked that <laughs> right. you don't care to look at for eight weeks. Naked and afraid. Right. And stinky, too. It just doesn't look good at all. I can't watch it. In 1972, The Waltons premieres on CBS. Now, ah, that was another good show. I remember the kids being interviewed, and they said that um, when they were in school, mm-hmm. they'd be made fun of because they were the Waltons, and they uh-huh. were on the... But they said their friends always knew what was going on in the show. Oh, yeah. So they would tease them, but they were always watching the show. Yeah, so. it was it was drama in a nice sort of way. It was just it was just a great show. Yeah. Simpler time, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, in 1984, the first MTV Video Music Awards is uh, out. Cars win with, you might think, David Bowie wins with China Girl. MTV presents the greatest rock and roll extravaganza of the last 2,000 years. The MTV Video Music Awards. Starring David Bowie, Dale Bozio, Belinda Carlisle and Kathy Valentine of the Go-Go's, Roger Daltrey, Daryl Hall and John Oates, Herbie Hancock, Billy Idol, Mick Jagger. Quite a hey, quite a few uh, people a, there. Quite the lineup. The, the best show in the last 2,000 years, it said. Oh, that was a little seems bit a, of hype. Seems, huh? seems a, a, a bit of an overstatement, <laughs> right. but that's okay. Uh, and then in 1985, The Golden Girl, starring B. Arthur, Betty White, Rue McClanahan, and Estelle Getty. It debuts on NBC. No overstatement here. Why do you always come into a room and say, girls, girls, do you see Molly Ringwald sitting here? <laughs> Well, you're awfully cranky today. Well, forgive me. My arthritis is bothering me. My social security check was late. And I realized today I haven't showered with a man in 22 years. (laughs) 
Come into my laboratory and I'll show you. It could almost be paradise. It could almost be paradise. Until they eat you. Yeah, that's right. And then it all goes horribly wrong. Star Trek. He was Chekhov. Oh, okay. He's turning 86 today. Mr. Chekhov, what do you make of this? Oh, Quator Pritikeli. When are you going to get off that milk diet, lad? This is vodka. Where I come from, that's soda pop. Well, this is a drink for a man. Scotch? Aye. It was invented by a little old lady from Leningrad. <laughs> it's vodka instead of vodka. Ah. <laughs> it's funny because the, the montage that I found, he was always talking about Russia. How it's almost like the, the Greek. Everything's Greek in the, my big fat Greek wedding. The yeah. Greek word. Everything he was saying everything was, was Russia. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in Russia invented that. Singer John Bowser Bauman of uh, Shanana having a birthday today. He is 75 years old. He was a tall drink of water, isn't he? He was. I want to tell you that the producer of this show told me I ain't been coming off like a nice guy. Could you send a get well card to our producer? (laughs) See this 11 on hospital. It'd be very nice. I had to break his leg. I'm not only nice, I'm thoughtful. Nice and thoughtful. <laughs> uh, actor or uh, actress. Why, do, why aren't they calling actresses actresses I don't anymore? Know. I don't They've changed that everywhere. I, it has. It's a gender thing. I'm calling sure. her an actress. Yes. Uh, Kimberly Williams Paisley. She, of course, is in According to Jim, married to Brad Paisley. She's 51. And she was also the daughter on Father of the Bride. Mom, you can tell me I'm a big girl. Well, honey, as it turns out, my, my blood tests are fine. Good. Yeah, and I'm not even going for menopause. <laughs> I thought you were too young for that. Yeah, well, I don't know. <laughs> so what is it? Did he find anything? Well, actually, he did, didn't he? He did find a little something. <laughs> we're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Father of the Bride, too? Surprise! Mom and, mom and mom are both pregnant. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, singer Mark Hall of Casting Crowns turning 53 years old today. You and I were never meant to be complete. Could we just be broken together? It's a great song. He's such a great singer. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dyslexic. Really didn't know that. Mm hmm. He is. Part of my tribe. He is part of your tribe. <laughs> His first name, too. And then uh, finally, we have actress Faith Ford. She, of course, is in Faith and Hope. I loved her in Murphy Brown. She is 58. I just don't think throwing a 12 year old into high school is the solution. Maybe you should discuss this with your husband. I will. But I really don't think he's not going to agree with me. Mom, don't not. That's a double negative. Okay, I can see how that could get annoying. (laughs) I get it. I get it. I do. All right. Here is our Mind Jam trivia. Today is National Food Medicine Day. It's also National Virginia Day. Is it now? It is. I know. Okay. Uh, so we we've been asking you 
um, a, a question about something that nearly everyone enjoys, especially children. Yeah. At one time, this kind of food was believed to have medicinal qualities that could cure common ailments like an upset tummy. We basically have had every condiment uh, possible yeah. sent in and guessed. I'm going to say mustard because I know that fixes my, my legs when I have leg cramps. All right. Well, we're going to uh, answer that question and many others this morning when we return here on The Morning Jam. This song made famous, really, by the Golden Girls, but it was a hit by Andrew Gold many moons before that. That'll take us into break. 618. choice it's the rebirth of common sense talk radio we are the morning jam the morning jam your ketchup's coming a lot slower than ours does that's not good manners. Oh, you notice our Heinz. Here, taste it. Anticipation. Anticipation is making me wait. That's ketchup I ever tasted. That's pouring it on a little thick. Yeah. Thick, rich Heinz ketchup. <laughs> That's Casey Kasem's voice at the end. Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot of voiceovers. Yeah. A lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is National Food is Medicine Day. There was a time when they believed that uh, ketchup had healing properties. Mm-hmm. And maybe it does. I don't know. All I know is my kids use their French fry as a, a spoon to get the ketchup into their mouth. <laughs> they loved ketchup so much. Right. Yeah. And they wanted Heinz, too. So if, if I had to ask, if you could only put ketchup on fries or a burger, which would you choose? Uh, fries. Fries. I don't put ketchup on my burger. Okay. I'm a lettuce, tomato, uh, mayo, mm-hmm. onion girl. Pickle. So if I'm at McDonald's, I want ketchup on my burger because okay. I eat the fries without ketchup. I what? Just, yeah, I love their fries without ketchup. I don't. What kind of craziness is that? I, hey, I there's very few fries that I use ketchup on when it comes to fast food. Now, if I'm eating at a restaurant, see, I prefer honey mustard on my fry if okay. I'm going to dip in dip something. A, yeah. yeah. So I I will get ketchup for fries at a at a restaurant, but yeah, all right. Ketchup. My wife has a T-shirt that has the Heinz Fifty Seven insignia. It's a red shirt. Uh huh. And says I like ketchup on my ketchup. So, ketchup on my ketchup. That's and, right. And she wants her her uh, remains put in a ketchup bottle. All right. She brought it to the funeral home. Then when we bought our package, y'all are so interesting. Yeah. She brought her know. ketchup bottle. I brought my can of Ready Whip. I can't think of any food I like enough that I would want to spend my eternal rest there. Right. I just, I mean, there's no biscuit and gravy right. container. So that's not well, cornbread. I mean, you know, what well, is it going to well, be? You could be you in know, a cornbread box. I don't know. There's uh, a lot more powder than you think that when they, when they, you know, cook you right oh okay la la um so today is national uh food is medicine day we're going to try to use that to live longer okay uh so uh, to celebrate by cooking yourself something healthy and getting those veggies and vitamins in and uh, it does show that if you 
enjoy a, a healthy, balanced diet, not one from fast food restaurants, that chances are you are going to live <laughs> longer true. that way. This is true. Several wow. headlines to Goodness. get into today. Uh, absentee ballot requests are coming in around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Democrats are outpacing Republicans in requests in mm-hmm. some states. Now, I had a really interesting conversation yesterday that I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. today with a, a poll watcher, someone who's very involved right. uh, with uh, with the voting okay. in Virginia. Um, and they were talking about early voting in Virginia. Right. Uh, that's going to be kicking off here very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northam same-day registration and voting. Yeah, that's That goes into effect no on the No vetting first. for voting. Yeah. You can register and vote the same day. That's just ridiculous. In my mind, I don't. It's just one more final stab that uh, Northam's getting in. Uh, It's going to be implemented in the registrar's office on the 18th Hmm. of of October. I keep hoping that Yunkin's going to be able to do something about that. Uh, We're going to be talking about Jane's Revenge, you know, the group that harasses and vandalizes and burns. Vandalize our own uh, Blue Ridge Pregnancy Center. Uh, Pregnancy centers, churches Mm -hmm. across the country. We'll take a look at uh, where they are on their arrest results with that. Uh, Mainstream media pushing slanted coverage more than ever. They're being accused of that big time right now. As they should. uh, As they're heading towards the the midterms. We'll take a look at that. And then what is driving votes in key states? Okay. Um, Those those topics, those... Yeah, what is it that's really pushing people to the polls? Of course, um, you know, they're really pushing the abortion thing. Yes, they are. They're going to be beating that drum. They are. To try to scare people into Mm -hmm. into voting Mm -hmm. their way. Yep. Uh, I hope people aren't going to fall for it. I'm a little, it it makes me a little nervous. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what's really disappointing is that you, you are seeing some Republicans uh kind of distance themselves yeah Yeah. to the pressure Mm -hmm. yep yep yep. so um we've got uh some people saying that our homeless situation and some of the big cities uh are are broaching that of the great depression Mm -hmm. we're seeing so many yeah uh, homeless people, of course, we're bringing them in across the border. Well, oh, yeah. actually, the people we're bringing in across the border, they're not homeless. It's the Americans right. that are homeless. Right. My bad. <laughs> Pardon oh, me. Oh, they're getting, well, if you're in California and you have got and you own a hotel, you have to let the city know in certain cities mm-hmm. by 2 o'clock if you have any vacancies. Now, did that ever pass? Did they ever oh, get, get through with that? I mean, I knew they, they were doing that they for were a while. It, yeah. And then it kind of, after COVID, it, well, it went you, away. Well, and you had the stories of how they went in and trashed mm-hmm. these hotel rooms, stealing the TV putting right. holes, holes in, in the, the ceiling and the walls and yeah. so on and so forth yep 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 um so we have uh, uh former trump a could become the youngest woman elected to congress that's kind of an interesting okay story there yeah. that one out of new hampshire okay uh, i believe so it's uh we'll take a look at that She's 25 years old oh wow yeah that is young that, that okay. is that's pretty young yeah so uh we'll we'll see how that goes right. and then uh <clears throat> President Biden was giving some speeches yesterday. How'd that go for him? We'll have audio. I do have that audio. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I, it may be the most painful one since he's taken office. You think? It's I, it's tough. It's it, tough it to is, hear. It's tough to get through. This was his cancer moonshot, where he has one after the other after the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you, you see him going down the steps. You you're like trying. He's trying to catch himself. It just doesn't happen. Mm-mm. It, it uh, unravels 
pretty quickly. Hey, Boston um, Marathon. Yeah. Exciting news there. Yeah. They're adding a non-binary cal- category. Fantastic. Non-binary Great. category for the Boston Marathon. Do it. Yeah. You also need to do that for uh, for swimming and mm-hmm. basketball right. and all those things. Yeah. Rather than let men come in and pretend to be women and, and yeah. take their gold. See, then, but that's yeah. only non-binary. What about all the other genders? Well, what, is that, what does that mean? I mean, non-binary means you're not a boy or a girl, right? I think you're not identifying as either, yeah. Well, I'm pretty it. sure Kyle falls into that category. Yeah, well, probably. Uh, you know, they should not be competing with biological Oh, I agree females. with you there. Yeah. So they need to have their own category. Yeah, yeah. So the Mr. Sister category. I don't know <laughs> okay. why, but something. But Mr. Mr. Wasn't that a band in that, the 80s? That was. Uh, there's no Mr. Mister. I think there's definitely a Sister Mister, maybe. I okay. don't know. Um, so we've got that. And then uh, rail strikes are out there. I know. That is That's not, not good. good, people. If that happens, the truck industry, trucking industry is already, you know, stretched to the nth degree. You throw trains in there then? Holy cow. Yeah. That's bad news. Uh, well, that's just the tip of the iceberg of the things that we have to talk about this morning. Uh, coming up, we've got our friends from WDBJ7. They're yep. going to take a look at some of the local and regional headlines for you. Yep. And we'll take a look at your forecast. It's a little chilly today. You might need to put on a little little windbreaker well, I did, to start. Uh, Do your layers. Well, I did put long pants on for the first time. You know, I mean, the, after the summer, I mean, uh, I wore them in the winter of this year. Sure. But if it's the first time this fall yeah. that I've worn But to be clear, pants. you you were wearing pants. I've been wearing, wearing pants shorts. the whole time. This is not a Zoom meeting right. for Facebook. <laughs> I'm wearing right. pants. I had to go back and, and get a long sleep yeah. shirt out today. Yeah, so. there you go. We'll take a look and see what the rest of the week's going to hold in store. Thanks so much for starting your morning with us here on The Morning Jam. Currently, we have 54 degrees in Roanoke right now, 54 in Bedford, 53 in Lynchburg, 56 in Danville, and 53 in Appomattox. Lovely. Mm-hmm. A suspect in a shooting in Lynchburg March 6th that killed 47-year-old Gerard Davis of Lynchburg. And uh, police were in the middle of a long standoff with the uh, the... The assailant, Carrie Leon Sharp of Lynchburg, charged with second-degree murder in the use of a firearm and commission of a felon. Well, they've subpoenaed a witness a couple of times. That witness has failed to show up, including this case. The Lynchburg uh, Commonwealth's attorney, Andrew Childers, said uh, that the witness has been subpoenaed, failed to show up both times without the witness present in the courtroom. Childress said they would not have the evidence to move forward with the hearing on Tuesday. Uh, the judge will put out an arrest warrant for the witness uh, in coming days. We'll see what's going to happen there. You'd hate to think that this case couldn't move forward because uh, one of the main witnesses will not appear in court. I don't know if they've been, you know, kind of intimidated right. or whatever. But it's very difficult. Gosh. I mean, I was I was the the witness for an assault, right? And I I remember them calling and saying you know, asking if I was going to show up. This was at the appeal. Right. Because they're counting on you not showing up. Yeah. They don't want you to show up. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to get involved. And look, I get it. Right. I, you know, I understand that. But whether it's apathy or fear, 
you know, there's a lot of people that just don't want to get involved. Yeah. So, mm. well, dozens of people who lived at James Crossing Apartments are fighting the clock still, trying to find a place to live after their building was shut down on Sunday night. Management paid for a hotel for 48 hours. That time is now up. One resident says that they're just lost and numb. Mm. Uh, it's been 48 hours for the residents in building 828 at James Crossing. They say uh, it's day by day. Uh, one resident said they don't know what's going to happen next. We don't know. We have no clue. The fire marshal condemned the building for safety reasons, including black mold, roaches, wow. and ceilings falling down in the apartments. Mm-hmm. Uh, the residents met with the manager uh, earlier this week about the next steps. Uh, uh, the, one of them gave ABC 13 a video that she shot uh, on her phone of that meeting. Uh, and the apartment manager said, quote, we're going to terminate the lease because the building is in, uh, uninhabitable. So we reserve the right to terminate the lease agreement. We will turn over your security deposit as soon as possible. Then I'll have a former letter available with resources as well. Mm-hmm. Um, she said they didn't get their deposit back. They didn't get any resources. And then they told us that we could pretty much leave. Wow. She said they don't care. They have a place to go. They have a roof over their heads. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, they're in a they're in a bad spot yeah. for sure. Uh, James Crossing is Section Eight housing. Uh, there is a list of other Section Eight options at the Lynchburg Housing Authority website. Uh, it says there's a total of 108 units. Of those, uh, 91 units are currently available. Evidently, the Ramp Church also working to help the families. They created a hotel fund to assist with their stay Mm -hmm. and there are ways for you to donate if you want to reach out to the ramp church yeah and that you actually set up my my point that i just wanted to to bring up and you know we bring these stories to let you know the needs of your community and if you're able to and and participate yeah Yeah. and so inclined you can make a difference Uh, obviously the ramp church working on it maybe you could partner with them and definitely make a difference in in the needs of, of our community because you know we there's there's some things out there that are you know you have to be wise you have to be wise really about everything right. especially when you're putting your own time and money in it but uh, when you've got an organization like the ramp church you can come alongside of they've already got things in place and you can you can help make a difference in your in your town and that's and they've what got we got those hope. resources and connections yeah and, and that's it they've done the groundwork yeah right. why reinvent the wheel campbell county new rustburg middle school i've driven by this janet several times here in the last month because my my in-laws uh bought a house in Gladys or Gladys, mm-hmm. depending on how you pronounce it. Uh, my father-in-law and his brother Tom are on their way back to Florida this morning. They left about the same time I left the house. So they're probably down south of Danville by now listening to us on the on my, listen to this, my father-in-law, I'm still using an iPhone 8. Right. He's got an iPhone 10. He's got AT&T. He had- You go, boy. He had an iPhone three or four that he was still using uh-huh. and they don't want to support those anymore so all of a sudden he gets a box in the mail one day they sent him a brand new iphone 10 oh. so he's got a newer phone than me and it's bigger <laughs> than than mine although i think i had mentioned that i did buy a um a reconditioned 10 i just haven't put wait it a hold out i know man. i haven't haven't repurposed uh, the or i haven't changed the sims card and it actually is the same exact size as my iphone 8 that i'm using my father-in-law got the extra large one how he managed that and att had just sent it to him uh, good for him but anyways i've driven by where they've been Not building he's bitter right <laughs> the new rustburg middle school um and it's um 
it's a much needed much needed building the other one was just falling apart it kind of over the years has been added to and added to and added to and it was really bad shape uh a, a gentleman the cliff tweedy deputy uh campbell county administrator says the the building next door is in really really disrepair he is overseeing a 41 million dollar project which includes a new gym stage natural lighting four rooms uh for stem research or stem not stem research but stem and computer labs and better security doors which is what's needed nowadays the new school building can hold up to 750 students with six seventh and eighth grade uh levels in that particular building so that's that's a good thing it's uh took a long time to come out of the ground they they uh been dealing with a lot of the supply chain issues but uh they've had to move the startup date to early january 2023 so um you know patience is a virtue i hear i don't necessarily want to learn it anymore but for the folks in rustburg uh just wait a little bit longer and you're going to get your new school mm-hmm. so um we we lost a, a political player yesterday mm-hmm. certainly someone who was a, a, oh, yeah. a very well-known name yeah. in the mid uh, mid nineties, yeah, I yeah. guess. Uh, Ken Starr. He had to ask some tough, tough questions of a president. He he did, he did. Um, and uh, seventy six, I think seventy six years old. Yeah. And uh, Monica Lewinsky uh, apparently had a, a response to the death of, of uh, Ken Starr. I hope it was a um, halfway decent one. It was very. It was. Um, the former independent counsel, of course, the investigation of Bill Clinton revealed her affair. Uh, she once wrote that he made her life a living hell. Sure. Uh, she said, uh, quote, as I'm sure many can understand, my thoughts about Ken Starr bring up complicated feelings. Mm-hmm. She tweeted Tuesday after the reports that Starr died at age 76. But of more importance is that I imagine it's a painful loss for those who love him. Well, you know, I have been so impressed that's, with that's her, That's a very actually. classy it is. response. It is. Um, what did Hillary say? Because he was behind the right-wing conspiracy. I don't know. I don't know. But but I, I think it's... Um, I've seen her interviewed several times. She's matured into mm-hmm. a, a very classy young woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, she's well, not a young woman anymore. Right, not anymore. But just yeah. to think at her age, because she was just barely 20. Oh, yeah. If, if they could have said teenager monica Lewinsky. i think it might have held a little bit more but maybe not because it was bill clinton but, but i mean she if you if she you was thrust her into the world if you if you she was so young and, yeah. and very naive sure I, I think um of course she she talked about you know being interrogated for hours by yeah. star's prosecutor mm-hmm. and um uh and and how traumatizing it was sure um and then she, of course, has gone on to do TED Talks and Vanity mm-hmm. Fair essays mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Right. Um, she also said that um, in Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. she remembered finally encountering Ken Starr in person at a Greenwich Village restaurant the previous oh. Christmas Eve. Oh, Starr stepped forward with a, a warm smile and introduced himself to Lewinsky, who was with her family. Okay. Ken Starr asked me several times if I was doing okay. Hmm. A stranger might have surmised from his tone he had actually worried about me over the years. His uh, demeanor was uh, almost pastoral. Interesting. Huh. She said it was bizarre. Huh. So, 
anyway, yeah. he was a he was a big a force to be reckoned with yeah. back in the day, yeah. and, and I'm sure it is hard for his 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 family. So our sure. thoughts and and love go out to them. So we've got this audio of the president. Uh, we're going to get to after five and dine. I, I just want to set it up here that that he did give a, a a speech. We'll come out of the break with it. As a matter of fact, uh, he has his moonshot for cancer, and you know. Uh, Raymond Royal is going to explain how he's really not doing much with the supposed moonshot. In other words, things are already in place and he's just putting his name on it. That, that sounds right. Uh, so <laughs> not much work being done by the El Presidente. I know he wants to see cancer cured like we all do. Of course he He lost does. a son, his son Bo, uh, that, that he will talk about every We've now and then. We've all lost someone that we love dearly yeah. to cancer. It mm-hmm. hasn't, it, it, no one is unscathed. Right. When it comes to that disease, for sure. Absolutely. 6.45. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on The Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, your local Midtown grocer. And they are there to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on the best possible products, including... Uh, top sirloin steaks, four ninety eight a pound uh, this week, and they have whole sirloin tips for three ninety nine a pound, and that's sliced for free. Uh, today, we're going to give you a recipe for a Mediterranean sirloin Ooh. tip with a tzatziki sauce. Huh. It's so yummy. Uh, you're going to start by preparing your beef. Cut the uh, about a little over a pound of sirloin into cubes, and you're going to smash two garlic cloves. And put the juice of one lemon, uh, one and a half tablespoons of dried oregano, two tablespoons of olive oil, and some salt and pepper. And then you're going to add that beef and stir it well to coat. Uh, I like to marinate it overnight, but you're going to want it to marinate at least for several hours because you want to get that flavor in there. Uh, And then you're going to make your tzatziki to go along with this. Uh, That's going to be made out of three-fourths of a cup of Greek yogurt, one and a half teaspoons of lemon juice, a teaspoon of lemon zest, a uh, couple of garlic cloves, uh, grated, so you want that to be really, really either finely diced or, or thinly sliced, and salt and pepper, some fresh dill chopped, and half of an English cucumber diced well, and then mix that and uh, refrigerate it until you're ready to uh, to fix your, your beef tips. Uh, after that, you're going to grill the beef tips over a medium-high heat mm. until they're done. I like to use, we have a, a pan that's actually meant to be used for vegetables okay. uh, that on the grill. Mm-hmm. And it's got little holes in it. This oh, yeah. works fantastic for uh, steak tips. Okay. If you want to do steak tips over the grill. Uh, if you don't have one of those, I highly recommend getting one, uh, especially for this recipe. And then you're going to serve it up with some uh, tzatziki. Uh, if you have like a, a nice warm pita that you could put it on, that oh, would yeah. be good uh, as well. It's a Mediterranean I feel like beef I'm at tips. A, like a festival where you go to one of those food trucks that's what it's going to taste like and it's going to be delicious Mm. you want to see the recipe just go to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share here on the morning jam brought to you by fnl market where their meats are cut above before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam with janet and mark on the virginia talk radio network 
I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. Save big this week at FNL with family pack drumstick or thighs, $1.59 a pound. Sugardale bacon, regular or thick slice, two for $7. Fresh salmon fillets are $7.98 a pound. Save on whole sirloin tips, $3.99 a pound and slice for free. Top sirloin steaks are $4.98 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. There's nothing, nothing, nothing beyond our capacity. Our capacity. And uh, uh, Jack, uh, uh, Jake, I should say, I'll use my authorities as president to increase funding, to break log, jam, lo- break log jams and to speed breakthroughs. I announced the new head of the National Cancer Institute, Boston's own, Boston's own, Monica Bertalia, Bertinale, excuse me. I give you my word as a Biden, this cancer moonshot is one of the reasons why I ran for president. This is the United States Commander, for God's sake. <laughs> it's a what? It's a what? It's the United States for what? <laughs> this is the United States Camaro, for God's sake. I'm sorry, one United more time. United States Camaro? Camaro. Oh, Camaro? Maybe. I don't know. This is the United States Camaro, for God's sake. Camaro. Well, well, at least he got to take the, the Lord's name in vain very clearly, <laughs> uh, even though we didn't get the rest of that in. Uh, I'm assuming that was the United States of, of America, America, not uh, El Camaro. Camino Cam- <laughs> or El Camaro. You're hooked. You're hooked on GM products. I don't know. Aren't you? I'm just it's got to be a Camaro or an El Camino. It's what it sounds like. Could it be a Kia? Shoo! That was that painful. That was the United rough States of Kia <laughs> or Carmen Ghia? That's a Volkswagen, right? I don't know. <laughs> Carmen Ghia is a Volkswagen. Yeah. Oh, the United right. States of Carmen Ghia. Okay. <laughs> so I had a friend. This this shows you how clueless I am. I'm even more clueless than he is, which is hard to believe after listening to that. Right, right, right. Um, uh, I had a friend send me a picture of a steering wheel. Okay. And they were like, oh, a little distracted yesterday. And I knew I was supposed to be impressed. Right. But I didn't know why I was supposed to be impressed because you know I'm not impressed by cars and stuff. I just don't care about things like right. that. But which is it's fine if other yeah. people are. I'm just not. I'm probably not the person she wants to send the emblem to because I'm not going to be jealous or right. or like, oh, you lucky drug blue. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's got four wheels and an engine. I'm happy girl. Uh, she bought a Maserati. Oh. I was like, did you like come into some money that I'm unaware of? Maserati, I, wow. I know. I Holy know. cow. That's what I said. I could afford maybe a used Mazda Roddy <laughs> that's rotting. A Maserati. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is uh, Raymond Royal. I, I want to. Yes, I, I digress. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, that's okay. I want to play the end because he makes a comment about this whole moonshot where Joe was stumbling over himself. Now, blunders aside, Laura, this is very curious given the history of the Biden Cancer Initiative. Now, this was founded by Jill and Joe Biden in 2017. The Bidens basically hired the Obama cancer moonshot staff and pharma lobbyists and paid them hundreds of thousands of dollars.
annually. During the two years it was running, the Bidens took in nearly $5 million in donations. According mm. to the New York Post, they spent more than $3 million on salaries <laughs> and what? zero on grants. Zero toward cancer research. This was a moonshot mm -hmm. to nowhere, Laura. Okay, yeah. so raise five million, three Is million go to surprised? salaries. Yeah, and then they they issue no grants. I want to know what happened to the other two million. I mean, maybe they gave it to the American Cancer Society and patted themselves on the back. Or Hunter. <laughs> or Hunter. They could have gone to Hunter. Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, we all know he's going to try to put his name on anything. This that... is the United States Camara, for God's sake. <laughs> Sorry. You told me to save that sound bite. I did. It's because, going to come back and bite because, us. And it's like, and, and why do we feel that way? Because <laughs> My thing is, if you took, it, it, I think it would fully illustrate right. the unraveling of our country right. if we just played a clip uh -huh. from Trump. And then we played that clip. I think it just speaks volumes. Let's do that, shall we? We will make America strong This is less again. than a year ago. Yeah. We will make America proud again. Yeah. We will make America safe again. Mm. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Ohio. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So this there, is the United States Camara, for God's sake. Yeah, there we go. I think that says it all right there, just in that little blip. I've got some sound I'll get to later. Cardi B, of all people, who supported, didn't Cardi, sorry, you okay? You need some water? I know, I don't normally quote Cardi B. She's choking over there, people. You want a bite of my apple? Okay. Um, I'm just when you're thinking about you know people weighing in on politics, well, I don't think Cardi B. I think if I'm not mistaken, if somebody can can fact check me on this, please fact check me. And you do, and I appreciate that. I think Cardi B interviewed Joe Biden during the the run up to the election. She did. Yeah. She interviewed him. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Right. But she's weighing in, even going, really, Joe? Mm hmm. And of course. Somebody else thankfully edited the uh, audio because she's dropping the F-bomb left and right. Yeah. Somebody said, did he say United States or Camaro? It was Camaro or El Camino. I'm not sure. This they... is the United States Camaro for God's sake. Oh, I think sake. it is Camaro. Yeah. It could be Camaro. Yeah. I'm ready to go live in the United States of Camaro. Actually, I think we I'm already gonna... are. Anyway. I'm heading uh, to Belize. Somebody said <laughs> someone forgot their focus factor this morning. Yes, probably. That may be both of us. Uh, well, we're, we're talking, we're going to be talking about the, the things that are going to be getting people to oh to, to vote. vote right um, what are those yeah what are those topics that are pushing you in that direction um there are quite a few folks who are putting in for their absentee ballots right uh, those are coming in outpacing republicans in some key states uh like uh i think it's north carolina uh where they're they're seeing a lot of those come in i used to to be not so much mm -hmm. pushing for early voting. Right. I'm kind of changing my stance on that. Okay. After speaking to my friend who's a poll watcher yesterday, right. um, because they you said, said sixty six thousand um, in in uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. That's a lot. Sixty six thousand. That's just the Dems that put in. Mm -hmm. That's for early ballots. For early ballots. Mm -hmm. um, but now my friend was saying yesterday that. There, that she knew of four people last election cycle that mm -hmm. they went to vote on voting day and right. they were told they had already voted. 
Yes, isn't that something? And so they had to go through that whole this process. That whole process. I can't help but feel like that's going to be worse. Well, this time around, it makes me wonder if if those do they just set those votes aside and don't even count them unless there is a close. Well, you election? have to go through this process of, right. of making sure your voice is even heard and and that your vote is even registered. Yeah. Um. So it's just such a mess. It's in no better shape than it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, early voting in Virginia is set to begin here pretty soon. Yeah. Northam's same day registration yeah, and voting goodness. law goes into effect on the first of uh, October. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you updated on all of that. Yeah. And uh, and how you can make sure that your vote does count. Yes. When we come back. Absolutely. Uh, and just a lot to get into. Uh, swing state voters reveal some key issues influencing their decisions. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's the United States of El Camaro. This is the United States Camaro, for God's sake. Yeah. Oh, we are. Lord. <laughs> Help me.